Hi there, I'm Aza. And I'm Corey. And this is Media Mockery. On this podcast, you're joining a Philipsist nerd and a guy who's been staring at a screen since he can open his eyes as we discuss TV shows and movies, news and pop culture while locked in the basement of our school's library. Tell them what's on the docket for this week, Corey. Well, today we're going to be talking about the new Rick and Morty season, which uh, season seven. Um, we're going to be talking about some other news media, such as the Five Nights at Freddy's, or other new media, excuse me, such as the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out. Um, and we're going to be talking about cowboy media, the newest Boruto chapter, um, and the uh, series uh, Boruto 2 Blue Vortex, chapter three. And we're going to be talking about cartoons that are geared towards younger audiences that are still frequently watched by adults because they're just so damn good. Yeah, they are, and they are. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Tell us, how did you get into Rick and Morty? Like, how long have you, how long have you been a Rick and Morty fan? Shit, um, I want to say since maybe, like, like, 2013 or 2014, like, really early into it. Like, mm. around the like around the first time, like, it was only season one or maybe season wow. one or two out. And it was, uh, it was because, like, one of my best friends, Keegan, uh, shouts out Keegan, uh, Keegan XO <laughs> on all the streaming <laughs> platforms, uh, listen to his song, Fly Away. Uh, Damn. But, <laughs> shameless plug, but, uh, <laughs> nah, uh, I was just over at his house one day, and he was, uh, he was showing me the cartoon, and, uh, on his, on his dad's TV, and, um, he had, like, DVR and shit, and he had, like, episodes recorded already, and I was just, I was just fucking with it. It yeah. was, like, it was some goofy episodes, it was, like, he showed me, like, the first episode, and, like, uh, he thought I'd like the series, because we used to watch, like, um, cartoons all the time, like, South Park, or, like, American Dad or um, and that falls right in with those I think yeah so it's it's a good it's a great like comedy for a TV show yeah. like and yeah. all, all the sci-fi shit they do like um, I, I don't know oh. see but um, get, getting on to season 7 though uh, season 7 in my opinion was like I, so far it's been pretty decent it's been it's been pretty good um everybody everybody uh likely wants to know about the elephant in the room Justin Roiland who got yeah um, fired from the show what did he a, do was he like was he like did he like assault somebody or something yeah um we had, I think we have to say allegedly on this one but um ale- allegedly um he ass- assaulted this um or his like ex-wife now and um the case is the case was like so far dropped but adult swim uh reported that he was like a terrible person to work with and he was just bad for the crew so yeah they, so they, all they, around they just a shitty guy they didn't want to fuck with him they yeah. didn't want to work with him there's also been allegations from um like minors that have said that he's like come out and, and like talk to him like yikes like, sexual ways and shit and uh-uh. there's dms and screenshots all over the internet everywhere too i'm only saying uh, allegedly for the for the sake of the podcast but <laughs> um it's, well, glad we got him out of there then. Yeah, it's it's kind of good that he's out of there. Um, a lot of people were complaining about the show possibly getting worse, I guess, off of Justin Roiland not being there. But um, and, and that was because he was voicing both Rick and Morty. But yeah. in my opinion, other people can obviously voice the character and still do a good job. And yeah. He wasn't doing all the writing for the show. And even if some of it was like, a lot of it was improv, it's like... I, I don't feel like the show is going to completely lose its touch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the backbone of it is most likely Dan Harmon, the creator. Oh, yeah. He uh, he is he's is so fucking funny. I love that guy. Did have you yeah, seen he's Community? Hilarious. You've seen Community? No, I haven't seen Community. I'm not gonna dude, lie. Dude, dude, you need to watch Community. I fucking <laughs> love Community. It is so good. Um, but yeah, have you? Uh, I've only seen um, through season six of Rick and Morty, um, and I was I was pretty late to the game. I don't know, like started watching like my senior year, I think. Um, but have I haven't seen season seven at all? Um, has the has the like the voices has it changed at all? I mean, like I mean, yeah. It, um, with Rick, it is like it's it's a little noticeable sometimes. It's just that mm. like um, maybe he's not like as like flagrant sounding to a, <laughs> to a slight degree mm. but it's like 
it's almost like perfectly there. It's like it's like a nine out of ten from where it was. Like it's not very noticeable. That's and, so in a lot of in a lot of scenes, it's not even noticeable at all. In some scenes, it's like slightly like I feel like you would sound a little different here if it was the other one. Right. But it's like it doesn't take away from the show, in my opinion. And the new episodes are kind of interesting. Um, I I can't really I can't really remember too much of the of the first premises. I'm not gonna lie. But um, it it was um it was like a Rick and Jerry episode from um, last what I saw classic. And, and <laughs> everybody loves a good classic Rick and Jerry episode. I don't <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much of the sauce, but I I think that the show still has it. The writers uh, they're making the episodes right now. They're still cooking up some nice sauce. And, yeah. Um, I I think it's a enjoyable watch if anyone wants to hop onto the new Rick and Morty wave. I don't, wonder. Don't, it's not a disappointment. I wonder what the process is was was of like finding somebody that sounded like. Or is it two different actors now? Is yeah, there's uh, there's two different actors for Rick and Morty. Um, I don't I don't remember the names of them off the top of my head, but yeah, they're they're, they're two separate ones now. That just sounds like such an interesting process of like going out on the internet and be like, hey guys, like creators of Rick and Morty here looking for somebody who sounds just like Rick and somebody who sounds just like Morty, and then people being like, that's me, bro. That's me. I sound just like Rick. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like yeah, I imagine the I imagine the auditions were just a bunch of people looking for the best Rick sound alike, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, you gotta imagine they were probably looking for a bunch of different dynamics. You gotta like you gotta be able to play like sad Rick. You gotta be able to play pissed off Rick. You gotta be yeah. able to play like drunk out of your fucking mind Rick. Like, <laughs> so it's like all I, the Ricks. I, yeah, I mean, props to whoever got it. I mean, I feel like I feel like they chose them very very wisely. So, I don't I don't feel like the show is going to suffer at all without Justin Roiland. I think it's good we got somebody like that out of the show yeah. personally. So, yeah. Rick and Morty season 7. No more Justin Roiland. You will not see him in any more intros. Yeah, hopefully nowhere else either. I hope he uh, I don't know, gets what he get, gets what he got coming to him. <laughs> hey, uh real shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he, if he, if he's as bad as people are saying he is, then uh, not a fan. Anyway, not a fan. Other new media. I am particularly excited for the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie. <laughs> okay, so I have. Did, were, were you there for like? To play the original Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Okay. I I have a very distinct memory. I I didn't have I didn't have, I wasn't really like had access to a lot of electronics when I was little. But I remember when it came out. I went over to my friend Dylan's house, and we he had like this big walk-in closet, and we walked in. We took his iPad. We shut the closet door, turned the lights off, and we played it in this dark little closet. And I was so fucking scared. And then afterwards, I was like, Dylan, we gotta watch something. We gotta watch My Little Pony, man. And so I forced this kid to watch My Little Pony with me because I was so freaked out. Um, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. That's great. My first memory with Five Minutes of Phrase was uh, with my older sister, Cheyenne. Um, it was it was amazing. We were just... We, we were just watching, like, goofy Markiplier videos and shit, and we inevitably found, like, the first Five Nights at Freddy's video, which blew yes. up. Yes. We, we were already a little bit into Markiplier, I believe, before we found that video, and we just, we loved watching him play, like, anything where he had, like, crazy-ass reactions, like, yeah. anything that jump-scared him, and when Five Nights at Freddy's came out, it was like, that became the wave for all of YouTube. Oh, yeah. And I got heavy into the game, and it was, like, I want to say it was around when I was in, like, fifth grade, whenever I, like, I got into the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good minute ago. Like, um, it's kind of crazy how long ago the game came out. When you think about it, now. and they just keep on coming up with shit. They just yeah, keep just on bringing keep it out, on coming up with new media for it. I mean, shit. I, I've always thought it was like a funny meme to think about there being a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I didn't think it would actually end up happening. Me neither. But, I thought it was a joke when I first heard about it. Yeah, I, I thought no. I thought somebody was just fucking with me when I when I first heard it. I'm not gonna lie, but. 
now now we're here and it's going to be here we out are and it's going to be out 27th yeah so it's coming quick or do you have plans to go see it it's coming quick i want to see it as soon as i can whenever i can mm-hmm. go back in town i'm, I'm definitely going to see it with my girl amy i want to watch we it gonna, so we bad have a blast. I, my friend invited me to go friday but i can't because i'm freaking working <sighs> curse the berea college farm no for real curse the berea college grind <laughs> rough do you, i and what do you think about um shaggy playing the purple guy i'm sorry shaggy playing the purple guy I think that's... You know about that, right? I, I haven't even paid attention to the casting. Really? Quite honestly. It's the guy who plays Shaggy. The only the only thing that I thought... I, that's amazing. Like, yes. I, this is, this yes. is news to me. Like, I love that. But uh, the only thing that kind of disappointed me about it was... I was, I was hoping Markiplier would be in the movie. Who wasn't? Extent, you know, like... Just a little cameo. He could I, even be, like, a background character. In anything. Like, honestly. Just, like, any little background scene. Like, any reference to him. Maybe him being a security guard. Mm. What, what if he was the phone guy? That would be amazing. <laughs> that would, that would, but I think, I think like, we need to get the classic guy, though. Like, if it's not, oh, like, yeah, the it's original... Got, it's gotta be, like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> wow, that was really impeccable impression, Corey. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond my talents. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, and I, I feel like, like in that grain, talking about like all of the just movies that are based on video games. We got Mario movie first of all. Oh yeah, yeah, and then Five Nights at Freddy's. I also heard, and this could be a complete lie. That there's a Minecraft movie coming out starring Jason Momoa as Steve. Yeah, I've heard, I've seen like memes of that, but I have no idea if this is real. I have no idea how. Me neither. I have to. I have to look into that. Like, yes. At this, yes. At this very moment. That what the hell? Okay, Google. I don't. I don't know how credible Google is right now, and IMDb is. You know how movies get canceled all the time. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that there is supposed to be a live action Minecraft wow. movie coming out in April 2025, and. It has Jason Momoa, I Jason fucking, Momoa as a pro- as a producer. Ain't no damn way. Whoa. Ain't no damn way. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I don't know how they're gonna do this. If they if okay if everything isn't square, I'm gonna be pissed off. That's crazy. I wonder how the Ender Dragon's gonna look. I wonder if like because <gasps> <laughs> I read the IDB description right now. The uh, description is the malevolent Ender Dragon sets out on a path of destruction, prompting a young girl and her group of unlikely adventurers to set out to save the world. Okay, it's going to be so. It's following Alex. Yeah, it's going to be Alex girl bossing her way through the Ender Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Not girl bossing her way. What the hell? That's actually that's. I wonder who's playing her. Does it say? I have no idea. Um, it's let me look at cast. Let's see. All I see so far is uh, Jason Momoa and Pedro Pascal is Steve. <gasps> Wait, I'm so sorry. Excuse me? Pedro Pascal is going to be Steve. What? He's Steve. What? What? Real as hell. What is going and, on? Uh, Matt Berry's going to be <gasps> I fucking love Matt Berry. I uh, fucking love Matt Berry. Undefined role. I don't know what he's doing, but he's in it. He's doing something funny. He's you, doing something, goddammit. Do you consume Matt Berry media? I'm not even sure what the hell he's in, but I'm pretty sure I have to I have heard him in something. He sounds very familiar. I love Matt Berry. He is so funny. Have, have you heard of the IT crowd? I've heard of that, but I don't think I watched it. Okay, number one. Go watch the IT crowd. Report back to me. I That show is comedy freaking gold Richard Ayoade's in it um love that guy too he's he's actually in um a Cartoon Network show uh Apple and Onion which I never watched 
but he's in it, which made me want to watch it, but I didn't because it wasn't worth it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. No, that is wild. I, I, that is a crazy lineup, honestly, for a show. Yeah. Just just looking at this from the beginning, Jason Momoa, Petra Pascal, and Matt Berry, already just, that is just... Golden. Golden. That is a go- cast plated in put, gold. Put the title Minecraft movie over this shit. We got a box office yes, smash. right there. Oh, man, I, this, okay. It's apparently coming out in 2000, or 2025. Moving on to Cowboy Media. This is one of my favorite things in the world. Corey, how much how much cowboy media do you consume? I, I, I can't say. I can't say I'm on that saddle. I can't say I'm, I'm a very big cowboy media consumer. I'm not really? going to lie. Yeah. I've, uh, I've always been more of a fan of, I guess, like fantasy and sci-fi media. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, shout out to my papa, though. Um, <laughs> retired lawyer. He used to watch this uh, cowboy show all the time called Gunsmoke. It, uh, it featured a bunch of, like, rangers and shit going out and... Mm-hmm. Um, having a bunch of weird like cowboy adventures and shit and um, love a cowboy adventure you, you love a good cowboy adventure especially when it's on that like old vintage like 1950s 1960s mm. tv where they they just got some color in that shit so it's like it's it's like nice and crispy but it's like yeah i, I don't know but it's still kind of like got that vintage feel it's i don't know it was uh it seemed very interesting to me though but I, honestly i never i never got heavy into much cowboy except for uh or not much cowboy uh much cowboy media um, because, uh, honestly, I don't know. I just, I always gravitated more towards like fantasy worlds and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so, um, but what's, uh, what's some of your favorite cowboy media? Like what's, uh, what's some stuff that really interests you that, that you'd like to talk about? Yeah. So I got into it after, uh, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that game is fire as <gasps> Oh, you've oh, played it? Game. Okay. That is like the cowboy media yes. I have yes. played. Okay. Um, Red Dead 2 great ass game I wish oh, yeah. I wish there was a little more replayability and the online was better mm. but this, online was such a disappointment yeah online was like I was expecting them to like fully fledge it out like GTA but then they just like yeah they fell they, up they half assed it so yeah. hard and it's like damn okay why Rockstar you have so much why? potential you have so much potential but, hey GTA 6 it may be on the way hold on fuck GTA 6 I'm holding out for Red Dead 3 bitch I am praying <laughs> to God I hey. love that game so so much I played it during like quarantine I my my for my 16th birthday my godmother bought me a mini projector and so mm-hmm. I set that thing up in my room I hooked it up to my Xbox One and I just played that for hours on end I would eat bags of Smarties and just drink a whole bunch of water and eat smarties and play red dead and that was like the only thing i did that was what kept me alive no red dead was the shit honestly i think um i I mostly played it a bit like uh before the pandemic actually like uh, i think i was playing it mostly throughout like 2019 Mm -hmm. like um i used to like my dad would come home after work all the time and like um we would just like chill and like um take turns on like red dead doing different shit on missions and stuff and it was like it was kind of fun like we just like uh he got it for me for like uh my birthday around that year and oh excuse me um we just we had a lot of fun with it. I don't know. It was it was a really fun like story to like get into and stuff yeah. and like good place to explore. Like all the like haunted missions like were fun. Like very very open world. Like a lot of NPC interactions that are, like oh, yeah. unique that are, and different. And, and there's like, so it's much fun. too. Like, I ran into like KKK clansmen in oh, the yeah. woods and shit and like um, burned them in fire and like lassoed them mm-hmm. on my horse and like dragged them in places and yeah. stuff. And there, there's a lot you can do in there. And it's like it's it's really well done and really well executed. Like, yeah. I gotta give my props to whoever designed that game and the physics and everything on it. I played it on a 4K TV like twice when my mom had one for a minute, wow. and it was it was crazy. That sounds beautiful. It was, it was insanely beautiful. Like it looked real. Like it looked almost real. Like I was like, is this a game? 
like holy shit oh i want to replay it so bad i haven't Mm -hmm. i haven't replayed it in a in a while but um but that's what so that's what got me started on my cowboy journey um and i think that the next thing that kind of um you know brought me closer to where i am now as a cowboy enthusiast (laughs) um is i watched i was just watching like i just started watching like cowboy movies and stuff and i was like yeah this is great and then i watched the harder they fall it came out in i think like 2020 maybe 2019 on netflix it was so good oh my gosh i remember watching it i was sitting there like with my I fucking jaw dropped, my eyes wide. I was just like, I was like quaking, shivering in my timbers, bro. I'm like, and also, and so that that movie, it it's not, um, so it's every single character in it is based off of a historical black cowboy. The, like, it doesn't actually like, follow their lives or anything. Like the, the story itself is fabricated, but it's based off of historical figures. And that was the first time I was like, holy shit, cowboys weren't just a whole bunch of like white guys running around on horses and then they were like no it wasn't um and actually um one of the characters bass reeves so he um it was what the lone ranger was based off of like they took his story and was like you know what we're gonna make we're gonna make this into a story about a funny little white guy instead which it's bad stinky and that's what stinky one of the things that created like, like the you know, the image of the, what we have now is this image of like the hyper masculine white cowboy on a horse. Mm-hmm. He's like saving damsels and he's riding in the sunset. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like a, the, the, the image of an American cowboy is like a ranger out with a desert eagle named Chuck or yeah. <laughs> the old style flintlock pistol ready on his hip. Yeah. Ready to blast at any moment. But in reality, it, it, the the Wild West was just full of like people of color, and also this is what I the, this is one of the things that drew me in completely. I was like, this is it. I'm fucking obsessed. Queer people, particularly trans people, trans men, all over the Wild West. So many trans cowboys. There was this one guy. His name was Harry Allen, and there's like this, like the, there was like this newspaper about him. It was like, um, like infamous like Batman is Nell Pickerel who for whom like three women have killed themselves and I was like what and he was like yeah I'm just like this trans guy and I'm fucking awesome um so anyway uh back to (laughs) cowboy media (laughs) um what that that is a lot of the things though is that when we get cowboy media like this it is all about even and as as much as I hate to say it even Red Dead it follows you know traditional like white guy traditional white guy tropes to an extent yeah as as fabulous as that man is, I oh, love him. Hey, we got Lenny though. Yeah, yeah, and the 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 rest of the cast is is diverse though, which I appreciate, and they they do deal with like themes um, that were you know like ha- like shit actively happening in that time period. Which... Yeah, no, it's I think it's very historically accurate too. That's another. Yeah, like, the game is really immersive, and that's something that I really appreciate about. Absolutely, that game. Like, yeah. I never felt more immersed in cowboy media than that when I've ever played Red Dead Two. Honestly, mm. like, Red Dead Two. I, I gotta give that I gotta give that my props and my credit. Have you ever seen uh, Django? Uh, I haven't actually. A lot of people are gonna shit on me for that one, but it's really good. There's there's a few classic movies I still haven't watched. Yeah, it's it's intense though, and there are, there definitely has problems with it. I can't. Who's the the director? It's the it's that guy who's controversial and and for good reason. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, there he is. So that movie, it's really good, but there is there. Okay, for being directed and like written by a white man. They're sure, they sure say the N-word a lot. Damn. Yeah. And everyone's sitting there like, Quentin Tarantino, like, what are you doing, bro? Um, but I do highly recommend it. It's a very good movie. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I actually do want to watch that at some point. Just uh, I've heard it's a really good movie. My dad, like uh, my homie Brian, like a few people have told me I should watch that. So I've, I've heard multiple people tell me I should watch that. Yes, and now I am I am I am included in that number. Go watch it. And I mean, obviously, that's got a famous scene where Leonardo DiCaprio like smacks his hand on the table and it shatters glass, and that shit sticked him in real life too, and he was oh, bleeding, and th- he just kept on acting through it, man. I think I've seen that clip on Instagram. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. I would not like, be just, surprised. Just on, like, it's really famous. My feet. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, moving on. Um, you want to talk more about some cartoons that uh, were, I guess, like more kids cartoons or for young audiences on like Cartoon Network that are amazing and frequently watched by adults? Like, yes, um, absolutely. I mean, we got to start with Adventure Time. I don't think there's anywhere else we could start. Hell yeah. No, Adventure Time was a classic. Like, there's there's so many great things about Adventure Time from just like how childish and like funny that like Finn is to like the hidden adult humor behind a lot of like shit like um I don't know there's there's a bunch of like little references like that are like hidden throughout the show that are just like you you completely miss as a kid yeah I recently saw that whenever I was watching it about a year ago Mm -hmm. I don't don't know it's it's a show that still holds up really well for me I finished it again like a year ago from like oh man amazing watch yeah so i actually only watched it for the first time like a year ago because I, I i talked about in the last episode i didn't have a tv top in sixth grade the only thing that i watched on cable was spongebob when i was at my grandma's house which by the way another another show with a lot of funny funny things in it oh, yeah. um but when i watched it when i tell you bro i i cried i laughed i like like jumped around in little circles because I couldn't contain my excitement. That show is so good and it's so funny. And Cartoon Network is just a just a god tier, just a god tier producer of media. Honestly, the network produced so much amazing shit during our childhood. Like it, it was truly a golden age. And also, I want to say I'm not gonna lie. I also finished like Adventure Time for the first time last year. Like, um, I, I got a shout out by Baby Amy. We finished that shit together, and it was Aww. it was fire. I was I loved it. The ending was really sad though. But yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't even want to spoil that if no one's heard that because it's it's just so good. Oh yeah, I guess maybe we can't I, we can't go into a lot of detail, can we? I, I don't want to spoil the ending to that. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't feel right about that. Just I don't, I don't know who who the hell is going to watch this and be like, yo, I need to watch some adventure time right now. But if you decide to, I will not blame you at all. Yeah, you're making the right decision. You're a better and person than I am. I would better talk so much. You know what? You're doing the awesome thing, <laughs> and you're going to invest yourself in something that you're going to love, and you're going to see your characters grow and change, and you're going to see them be so happy, and then be like, oh my gosh, what the heck, and what the heffle, and then you're going to so be like, true. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this this shit right here. This wasn't just made for kids. No. Because it wasn't. It wasn't. And, I mean, now, I mean, we've got, obviously, like, Distant Lands came out a while ago. I, I have yet to see that. But now, the new show coming out, like, Fiona and Cake, apparently it's geared towards more mature audiences, which I think is really cool that they're kind of, like, growing the show, like, with their audience, you know? Like, because, you know, they've, a lot of us have been around since, like, we were kids watching Adventure Time, and now we're here with Fiona and Cake, and they're saying, like, swear words and stuff. Hell yeah. No, I think it's, uh, I think it's mature, and it shows, like... I think it shows a sign of uh, Cartoon Network being more willing to embrace uh, more adult audiences more the way that they, I guess, did with the Adult Swim side of things. Yeah. Like, towards night. And I think it's a good idea for them to go towards embracing more adult audiences because they grew up with Cartoon Network and we're already attached to these characters. We've already seen a little bit of Fiona and Cake and now we have a new uh, canon series that's a part of the entire Adventure Time, like, storyline to follow. 
So I, I think it's a great thing. Like honestly, like um, it's it makes me it made me really happy to see that they were making that show. Like, yeah, same. Uh, what about uh, so switching networks now? Nickelodeon also has. We already. We, I mean, we mentioned SpongeBob already. I mean, I did not. When you were little, you didn't even question the fact that that place was named Bikini Bottom. Oh, Bikini Bottom. No, I don't think anybody was questioning that when they were like five or six. No. I, I, first time I questioned it, I was maybe like 10 or 11. I was like, wait, hold on. Why do they live in a place called Bikini Bottom? It took me a very, very, I was like 15, dude. And somebody had to, on the internet had to point it out. They were like, did you ever notice that like, is the place is called Bikini Bottom? Because Bikini Bottom. And I was like, yo, Bikini Bottom? Yeah, no, hold on, SpongeBob. Kind of Wait sucks. a minute. What are you hiding? And then like looking back on things like um, like SpongeBob in the episode with Gary talking about some doubloons. Don't drop them. <laughs> <laughs> when he's got soap in his hands and shit. Oh God, horrid. Like, okay, okay. Don't drop it, Spongy. Don't drop it. And then of course Avatar: The Last Airbender. Amazing, iconic ass series. Iconic. There's, there's so there's, like, so many just good lessons to learn in that series, for one thing. Oh, There's yeah. Great character moments, like, seeing Zuko go from being a villain to, like, completely, like, sympathizing and understanding Aang and being like, yo, that's the dude. And it's just, like, I, I love that series. It's another series that deals with, like, really mature themes, too. It like, does. I mean, with Zuko, like, a, like abuse from a parent. And yeah, like, there's, there's abuse in that for sure. Like, it's it's not a very, it's not just a surface-level kid show. No, no, not at the, all. The thing about these shows that I think is so beautiful is that they're able to handle adult themes so well in a way that they can actually teach lessons to younger yeah. people. But also not come off so preachy that it it's not entertaining to adult audiences. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, that's what makes shows like that special. And I think that's what gave Cartoon Network a special charm for that. And also, um, another show I'd like to point out, like um, going back to Cartoon Network again, um, I, I got to point out Regular Show because mm. Regular Show is just, it's so damn good. It's filled with so many good like adult-like moments. And there's there's so many like innuendos or just like things that can go over your head as a kid, like the way they treat like chicken wings as if they're like alcoholic. <laughs> Every time you see Benson with a bunch of chicken um, out from a restaurant, this dude is like out of his mind, belligerent, like yeah. he's drunk. And it's 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 just there's a lot of great moments to be created with like doing stuff like that and like uh, the way they infuse like a uh, cool ass like smooth rock music with just like random like transitions and cutscenes. Like the soundtrack to that shit's amazing. Like uh, for one thing, like uh, a lot of their jokes like um, you don't completely understand as a kid, but they're so stupid they can make you laugh too sometimes. So it's like. You know, it hits both audiences. Yeah, I, I didn't actually watch regular... I've never seen regular show. I've seen a couple episodes, but I watched, like... I don't, whoever created it, I watched, like, the human in the, in, version. The, in the AM3 or in the AM PM or whatever? Like, have you seen the animated skit that got the show created? No. Um, there's like a eight, there's like an eight minute, I want to say, like, animation out there on YouTube um, created by the um, creator of... Um, Sorry, what do you call a uh, regular show that essentially uh, features him taking an acid trip and then like oh. cycling through being a bunch of the different characters. Like he takes an acid trip with this other dude and they cycle through being a bunch of the different character like concepts in regular show. And um, like one of them's pissed off because like the other dude got laced and didn't want to do it. <laughs> right. And it's like, why the hell did you make me do this, dude? But it's like he's so like almost nonchalantly pissed. Like it's almost it's weird. Like, yeah. I don't know, like it. I can't completely describe the animation and give it justice, but it's it's very odd. And um, apparently, it it got seen by um, I think I think it got seen by both Nickelodeon and um, Cartoon Network, and I think Cartoon Network was um, interested in it. Nickelodeon yeah. wasn't. That checks out. I feel like Cartoon Network is they tend to be a bit more 
I mean, particularly with regular show. That, I mean, that, that show is very on the nose mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, being geared towards younger audiences. But oh, I feel yeah. like that's what makes it so good. But, like, th- the thing is, though, like, um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting to me, though, that um, that's why I got Cartoon Network interested, though, because it's, like, it's such, it had, like, such an almost adult theme to, like, the um, the first episode. Like, they're taking acid and, like, like cussing at each other belligerently and shit. And, um like Cartoon Network sees that and then they see like the characters that they cycle through and they're like yo these dudes would be awesome in a park on a TV on a TV show right right like uh, for kids and um, it's it's like almost unexpected magic like out of nowhere but um, amazing show I can't recommend it enough basically the premise of regular show is um, everyone works at a park um, you they do stupid shit and slack off and um, their boss gets mad and then um they do they do something wrong or uh, they want something really bad that they desire and they um, they get this like really crazy magic item or do something like really stupid that's basic and then everything gets fucked up and just like falls to shit like yeah um, a game of rock paper scissors could mean destroying the world if you keep like um, if you just keep getting the same like um, play every time so it's um it's it's little things like that like it's just it's just stupid goofy cartoon logic and yeah it's entertaining almost every episode so. I, I can't recommend it enough. It has a really satisfying ending, too. Like, um, the characters actually go through some shit and change a good mm, bit. Really? So, uh, I'd say a little bit, yeah. Like, um, towards the end, it's it's a really satisfying ending. That's like, really cool. Like, yeah, I, I would really recommend a regular show. Yeah, um, like I said, I haven't, I haven't, I've seen, like, a couple episodes, but I did watch the, the like, the creator's other show close enough, which mm-hmm. it's, it has the same, like, style and everything, but it's just humans. It's, like, about, like, a, a mom and a dad and their child, and it's just regular show, but it's people- it's really good. Yeah, it's, I've I've seen a little bit of it honestly, but um, I, w- I was I, I still think regular show is a little better. I'm not I I lie. would I would I would assume so. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm, I'm I don't think it's just nostalgia talking, but I would say regular show wins and just yeah. I've I've ep- heard that episodes heard that episodes are just ep- episodes are just more wild and um, I guess I feel like there's more shit that goes on. Well, because they they have more creative liberty because it's mm-hmm. like it's not you know in the human realm. It's yeah, in when, this realm of just like crazy bad shit. Right. Weird. When, when you restrict everything to like being human, you take away like a lot of the zaniness. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that makes that like surrealist type of humor, you know. So I don't know. It's it's a little different, but um, how are we on time? Oh, uh, we're at thirty minutes. Oh damn! All um, right, let's. Wrap this up, Corey. Um, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Uh, our podcast is available on um, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. I assume you're listening to it on one of those streaming services, or else I don't know how you're doing that. Um, we'll be we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week for sure. <laughs> All right. See y'all next time. See y'all next time. Peace.